0: This is a Soulfire production. Okay, so I have an amazing woman on here with me today, Elise Fasine, and we got connected through a mutual soul fire podcast friend, uh, Christina, who created the podcast connector. And she's like, You just have to know Elise. She does breath work, she does um, Akashic record reading, she does energy work, and she really leads people to activating their soul's purpose. And I was like, Duh, that's activate in a sentence. So, yes, the answer is yes. And, um, Breathwork, for those of you that don't know, some of you on the line may have um, discovered it and been implementing it in your personal growth practice. It's it's something that's really served me over the last, I would say, I think I started doing breathwork maybe six six or seven years ago. And I've probably done it maybe 15, 20 times, but every single time I've done breath work, I have had a powerful healing experience of some kind, if not just coming out extremely peaceful. So I thought it would be so cool if we broke down some principles around the bigger concepts of awakening, what they mean. We can hear from Melissa and her journey to waking up Um, and exploring her gifts. I know a lot of people on the line are like, wow, I might be meant for something more, or I feel like I have these powerful gifts that I want to share, how I'm scared, I don't know what to do. A lot of what Elise's work is, is transformation work, really through accessing stored energy in our body, releasing it, and um, having an experience of new, like creating new possibilities from a new open field, a new space. So Elise, thank you for saying yes. Thank you for being on here with me today. I'm so excited for this audience to meet you. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I would love first for you to kind of share your journey to um, what you call awakening um, and quantum leaping into to new levels of consciousness and awareness. Um, so the audience can get to know you. Yes, definitely. So I had my first
1: spiritual awakening at the age of 19, so I was pretty young. I was in my second year of college, and I was just in a place where I was looking for answers. Like, there was a part of me that was like, do I really just go through college and get a job, and like, that's it? That sounded Horrible to me. And I was also,
0: <laughs> and right I, was sure also really, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was also just at a place in my life where I was really struggling. I was struggling with an eating disorder, I had really bad anxiety. And I just wanted to know why I was the type of person that I didn't really have much trauma in my life. I had a seemingly, you know, nice, uneventful upbringing with a nice family, but I was still pretty miserable and I was just looking for more. I wanted, I was always really interested in what lies beneath the surface. So I started working at this yoga studio. I started practicing yoga. I started learning about yoga and meditation. And then when I was working at this yoga studio, I was introduced to breath work. And it just really, I don't even know why at first I was so drawn to it, but I was so drawn to it. And there's a really beautiful breathwork community here in Philadelphia, and they teach these long nine-month breathwork training programs. And I did four of them. (laughs) And I just really dedicated myself to learning and teaching breath work for the next four years of my life. So I was in my early 20s, I was in college, and I was, you know, still living that college life. But I also was training pretty extensively in breath work and opening up my mind, and really starting to look at the world in a completely new way. So it was pretty cool, because I was, you know, in my early 20s, but I had these really powerful tools and this really deep perspective that I don't think a lot of people have at that age. So it was something that I always carried with me and breathwork work was always a part of my life, even as I moved through my 20s. And then I, I got my master's degree. I became a school counselor. I was a school counselor for almost 10 years, I had two kids in the process. And then come, you know, mid to late 2019, I had another big awakening where I realized that I was not supposed to be a school counselor anymore. I was really coming to terms with the fact that I had these gifts and I knew that I could impact people in a much larger way than just as a school counselor. So I started my business in late 2019, and it was initially just going to be uh, breath work because that's what I did, and that's how I helped people heal. But it quickly evolved, and I started really opening up to my psychic gifts and started reading the Akashic Records and um, channeling energy work and just working with people to completely transform their lives pretty quickly. So it's been a really exciting ride, especially in 2020. And there's just been a lot of quantum leaping happening, which I know has been happening for a lot of people.
0: Totally. Well, I don't necessarily know if people understand the words you're using, but I feel like everybody on the line can relate to things are shifting. They're shifting inside of me and they're shifting outside of me. And we're all waking up. Yes. Um, period. Yes. And so um, thank you for sharing that story. I know it's super vulnerable. And I know a lot of people on the line can relate and then you giving them that right permission to just follow that nudge or, or if it's someone that's like, man, I really want to go beneath why I keep reaching for this thing or this addiction or this anxiety or this, um, you know, a lot of that came to the surface during, um, this past year too. So I think people are very, very excited to explore deeper in underneath anxiety, addiction, eating disorders, things that have really reared their head this year. So, so any tools you can share um, that served you on that journey, number one, to healing outside of breathworks. I know we'll do some breathwork practices, and maybe we can even yeah. talk about, like, why breathwork works, but mm-hmm. to really look underneath why that was going on for you so you could maybe change some beliefs there. And then how you also later in your next part of your journey gave yourself permission and, and really, like, how did you unlock those awakening? Like, like the, those doors, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I think when it comes to dealing with certain things, like an eating disorder, like anxiety, depression, all of those things that are, you know, could be like a diagnosis or something, there's always a deeper thing behind it. There's always a deeper energy, a deeper pain behind that thing. I always see the eating disorder or whatever it is as more of a symptom right it's a cause it's like it's something that happens because of a deeper thing so it's it's almost like a reaction to something that you're feeling that you don't know how to respond to you don't know how to cope with it so for me having an eating disorder was what was behind that was like these deep feelings of feeling not good enough And seeking approval. So for me, it was really focused around my relationship with my father, because I always felt like I wanted his approval. And I didn't want him to criticize me. And one of the ways that I could like, quote unquote, control that was by controlling the way that I looked so that I could get approval from not only him, but you know, we put we project the relationship with our parents on other people. So it was really seeking approval from everyone, but ultimately it was him. So that's kind of what I uncovered around that. And then as I was able to go through this process of like excavating those feelings and looking deeper into what was behind that, I could transmute it and come to this point where I could accept myself in a different way so that I was actually able to nourish my body and feel okay about the way that I looked no matter what. And it's not to say that you just like heal this thing and then it's gone forever. I feel like when we have big things like that, that happen in our lives that we are in a huge reaction to or overwhelmed by, they can always resurface at different points in different ways, but it's just the way that we relate to it changes.
0: So I think that's important to understand too. Absolutely. And I feel like every a lot of people on this line are overachievers and can really, really relate to that, whether it's manifested the same way or not, we can relate to that underlying, will it ever be good enough? Am I good enough? Um, story. Right. And exactly. so outside of breath work, which can mm-hmm. really like, I always look at it as like widening your energy field where everything just seems to like not matter as much anymore. Right. Where You get like the real point, right. <laughs> um, what are some other tools or affirmations or things that you've done to really, um, Reprogram that in your life?
1: Yeah. So I think awareness is key um, because being able to notice when you're going into kind of what I call like this downward spiral of negative thoughts, right? So being able to notice when you're doing that and pull yourself out of it is key. So, like, the first step I always say is the awareness, right? Because a lot of times we can go down into these spirals and not even realize that it's happening until we're there because we believe the thoughts that we're thinking, right? Like if your mind is telling you like, oh, you don't look good or you've gained weight or oh, you shouldn't have eaten that or whatever it is, um, you believe that, right? And you're like, oh my God, and then you go into all of these thoughts and it creates that downward spiral. But if you can catch yourself and be like, oh, I'm going into that thought pattern now and you can say like, okay, I'm not gonna do that. And you create like kind of these Coping strategies when you feel like you're going into that, that's number one, is just having the awareness and then being able to pull yourself out of it. It's not always easy. Of course, we still can go into these downward spirals, but. At least you can have the awareness to be like, okay, I'm doing that thing now. And that actually pulls you back into like that position of the observer where you're not overly identifying with it anymore. And you can see your way out of it. So I think that's really important when we're looking at um, these thought patterns that we go into. It's just having the awareness is first. And then using the other tools to move through it. So obviously. Breathwork is the main tool that I use and that I use with my clients because I just find it's very efficient and it gives you a lot of momentum that will shift things quickly. Um, The other thing is journaling. I do a lot of different journaling exercises with my clients too because that just helps you process emotions in a way that you wouldn't otherwise, and doing different written exercises to get into the subconscious mind is really important. Because a lot of times we don't even know what's going on in our subconscious mind. And I think we all kind of have... Got into this realization of like, okay, we know we create from the subconscious or we attract to us from the subconscious, but it's like, all right, well, how do I know what's going on in there? Right? Because it's a subconscious. We're not always aware of it. So when we do these different journaling exercises and the breath work that like gives us that Access to the subconscious so we can be like, oh, that's the thought that I was having or, oh, it started when my mom said this to me or whatever it is, we can start to access that part of ourselves.
0: Beautiful. And I can't wait to to really dive into that. Um, I want to go into the next part of your your journey, but do you want to break down kind of the benefits and really what breathwork is doing underneath it all? I know you're like a master yes. in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. And it's funny because I just, after doing it for so long, I think I just kind of downloaded exactly what's happening here. But the way that I describe it is there's two things happening. The first thing is that you are basically kind of thrusting yourself into the present moment when you use the breath. And it's different than meditation because meditation, you're kind of like trying to like focus and quiet your mind. Whereas breath work is more Action oriented. It's more interactive. And if you think about it, you can't take a breath in the past and you can't take a breath in the future. You have to be in the present moment when you're actively breathing. So it forces you into the present moment. And in the present moment, the past doesn't exist. So all of that, all of those things that happened in the past that you're living in reaction to now all of a sudden don't exist because you're in the present moment. And then the other thing that's happening there is you are connecting with the quantum field where infinite possibilities exist. So as you continue to connect with this field of infinite possibility, all of a sudden you become infinite possibility and things that you never thought could happen all of a sudden are available to you and you're able to expand your vision of what's possible because you're connecting to this field where anything is possible. So that's the first thing that happens. The second thing is when you are consciously breathing, you start to move energy in the body. And the reason why that's so important is because when you're moving energy in the body, stuck energy starts to move. So when I say stuck energy, I mean lower vibrational frequency energy that's actually holding you back from stepping into Higher states of consciousness. And what I mean by that is that can look like old belief systems, fears, anxieties, old traumas, anything that happened to you, especially as a young child that you didn't have the capacity to fully process, actually lives in the body and holds a chemical signature in your cells. So when you actually get the breath moving and you get the energy moving, this old stuck energy has the opportunity to move and release from the body. So what ends up happening is that you start to see things completely differently because you're releasing this stuck energy, it's almost like these things that we hold in the body, we actually see the world through the lens of those things, those belief systems. And then when we can release them from the body, we're no longer looking through that lens. So things start to look completely different. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, my partner just said that thing to me and it didn't make me mad or whatever it is. Like you just start to see things differently.
0: Now, in terms of moving to a next level that we've never gone to. Maybe some of us on the line have experienced a certain level of success, or maybe we're in a place that's no longer serving us. I know you've had multiple moments like this in your life and career. Can you use breath work to support you in that leap as well?
1: Oh, definitely. I feel like it's actually the perfect thing to support you in that because it really gets momentum going. And especially if you are also doing the work along with it, where you know what it is that you're wanting to release. So for instance, we all know, and you kind of said this before that when we run a business, that business is constantly calling us to go to the next level within ourselves, right? So if we're wanting to go to the next level in our business If we can have the awareness of what that fear or belief or thought is that's holding us back from that next level, once we can kind of get to the crux of what that is and we have the awareness of it, then pairing the breath work with that awareness is really, really helpful because then you can say, okay, I'm consciously releasing this thought from my body and I'm creating space for something new for that next level. So it's actually the perfect tool for that.
0: Beautiful. So I'm so glad that we're going to do it in terms of, um, going to the next level in business. Do you have any other, uh, tips that you share that have worked for you and your clients? Yes. So for
1: me, I think one of the most important things that shifted things so much for me is To make decisions about my business based on what my future self would do. So like the future version of me that already hit that income goal, like the future version of me that already hit that client goal or whatever it is that your goal is, what would that version of you do? because that's where you need to be making decisions from. If you want to step to that level, you have to think like that person, you have to feel like that person and act like that person and do what they would do.
0: And once I started thinking like that, I quantum leaped in my business. Beautiful. Is there anything else that you want to share on really what's happening for all of us, the opportunity that we have globally to wake up right now and really defining the awakening and people using these terms like, the 5D and, and really like, can you break that down in your terms on what that means in the opportunity that we have right now?
1: Yes, definitely. So I'm sure most of us can feel there's major shifts happening on the planet. And depending on what perspective you look at it from, it could look like complete chaos or it could look like this huge opportunity for expansion. So in my view, the way that I see it is there's a massive awakening happening, meaning that people are awakening to the understanding of who they really are, why they came here, and the power that they actually have. So what I mean by that is we are much more than we've been led to believe. We have gifts and abilities beyond what a lot of us can even imagine. We're able to tune in to higher frequency wisdom and receive information from other realms. Like we really are multidimensional beings that have access to lots of wisdom and information that we might not have realized, Um, meaning like spirit guides, angels, ancestors, there's so many different ways to connect to higher wisdom and other realms. And I think so many people right now are opening up to those different understandings and opening up to different ways of connecting With higher wisdom. And then, you know, globally, what I kind of see happening is as everyone is having these inner awakenings, we're going to see that reflected in shifts on the planet. So even though right now it may look like chaos is happening, what we're really seeing is a breaking down of all of the old structures and systems that are really out of integrity. They're really no longer serving anyone. And we're moving into a time where we're going to start to build things from a place of harmony, from understanding, from things that are going to be serving the collective rather than just serving a few people. And even astrologically, like it shows that that's the energy that we're moving into. So you know, this is just really, it's a very exciting time. And, you know, it can be a confusing time. It can be a time where people are kind of like trying to find their bearings and figure out what's going on, which is why it's so important to have community and support of like-minded people. However, right now there's a huge opportunity for expansion, an opportunity to completely change your view of what is possible and really create an entirely new reality.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It, and so exciting. I don't know how long your normal breathwork sessions are or Akashic reading sessions are, which by the way, so somebody in my master's program, she read my Akashic records, and I was like, I have no idea what this is, but she was like, let me just do this for you. And I was like, okay. And we sobbed for hours and just like what she saw and what I'm here to do. And I was like, this is so powerful, the fact that you can see this and I just met you. (laughs) Like, so you can be on the line and be like a non-believer or, or you can have something done like this and, and have your souls be seen and and be shocked.
1: Yeah. The Akashic records are pretty amazing. And I often have that same experience where I will cry in the records. And I even get a little emotional just thinking about it right now, because you do, when I'm able to see the power and the magnitude of someone's soul's purpose and what they came here to do, it is emotional and it is just really touches you in a way that is kind of indescribable. So I know that exact feeling that you're talking about. um, And it's really, really beautiful. So for me, I was just very drawn to the Akashic records. I didn't even really know too much about them. I had one reading that was pretty significant. It was pretty profound. And then I somebody I knew was teaching a class on how to read the records. And I did the class. And then the first day when I went into my own records, I just had this profound experience where it was just this overwhelming outpouring of love. And I was crying and it was really a beautiful experience where I felt like I was home and I felt like I had actually always been tapping into this. I just didn't know that I was. So it was really, after that, it was just kind of like a natural thing where I just started doing readings and incorporating it into the other work that I do. So Yeah, it's been really powerful. And
0: for those people, I can also explain what the records are. Yeah, I I was going to say, can you please explain what this means? Because this is probably like woo-woo gibberish to a lot of people online. (laughs) Like, what is actually happening right now?
1: Yeah, like, what is happening here? Okay, so... (laughs) The way that I describe the Akashic Records is the Akashic Records is basically a living library of information and knowledge of everything that's ever occurred in the universe. So when we tap into the Akashic Records of a person, what we're really looking at is the evolution of their soul. So any everything their soul has ever done or been through and ever will do we can tap into in the record. So the way that I see it is I actually see it as like a frequency of information. So what I'm doing in the records is I'm actually just energetically tapping into this frequency. And then based on what I feel when I'm tapping into the frequency, I like translate that into words so that people can understand it. So I'm I'm tapping into this frequency. I'm seeing visuals and I'm feeling feelings and I'm kind of translating that
0: for the person into words, if that makes sense. So beautiful. Do we want to do a mini one to show them?
1: So what I could do is I could just like tap into the records as a whole and give a message for the listeners. Let's do that. that. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Okay. So as I'm tapping in here, I'm just seeing like this overwhelming pouring out of love and and really high energy like powerful frequency. So it feels like everyone who's listening is very purposeful, powerful beings on this planet and you came here with a mission. So it's really important for you right now to to sink in to that mission and even if that's something that you don't necessarily feel you're connected with what they're really wanting you to know is you're actually way more connected with it than you think mm. and to drop into that knowing and drop into that truth that you already have within yourself and then the other really big feeling and call right now is to do whatever you can to deeply connect with your intuitive abilities. So creating time and space to deeply connect with yourself is so important right now, especially when it comes to your purpose and mission on this planet is creating sacred time for yourself. And this is one of the most important things right now when we're talking about awakening and we're talking about the shift in consciousness that's occurring is to create a sacred ritual where you go deep within yourself and you get to know this deeper piece of yourself. And when you do that, you're... You're going to allow yourself to be led from this higher place, and when you're led from this higher place, you are going to begin living your purpose with ease because you're you're being led from your intuition from spirit from your higher self, clarity and of satisfaction and and the other thing that that they really want me to say that's super important is. When you live your life connected to spirit and you make decisions about your life from this connection, you actually impact the collective in a very deep way. And they really just want you to know that it's almost like like to take the pressure off of yourself because just by you doing this deeper inner work and deeply connecting with your intuition. You're impacting the entire planet in a very big energetic way. Um, that's really, really beautiful.
0: That was profound and so spot on. Wow. <laughs> so we're more connected than we know. We are already on <laughs> purpose and super connected. We get to create time and space for ourselves to really, really listen deeply. And... Just trust that because we're, we're leading with our heart, we're leading with our intuition, we're leading with the truth, that that, that alone is extremely big and purposeful. I love those three things. Exactly. Thank you so yeah. much for doing that. That was really special. I was really yes. um, I feel like <laughs> so connected now to this group even deeper. I was like, "Wow, that's that's us." Whoa, that's me. That's I know. That's us. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> right? We maybe you open all your podcasts with that now. So, oh my um, god, totally. Did you do breath work daily? Um, I don't do it daily. I would love
1: to do it daily, but I I do it a few times a week. Um, okay. I did it today and um and yesterday, so I'm feeling. I'm feeling really good. I mean, you know, usually if I do it a couple times a week, I'm feeling really good. So maybe what I can do is just take you through a short little session. And then I do have a free guided breathwork session that you can get from my website. So if you oh, want to go a like little deeper, um, you can do that as well. Because that's about like a 25 minute session, which I feel like is a good amount of time okay. to do the breathwork but I can just take you through a little breath work exercise now just so you can kind of get the gist of it. Mm -hmm. So if you just want to find a comfortable position, close your eyes. Usually when I have people do this breath work, they lie down with their eyes covered. I always recommend covering your eyes because I have a deeper experience that way. And the breath is called conscious connected breathing. So what we're really doing here is we're breathing in a circle. So there's no space between the inhale and the exhale. And you're breathing in and out through the mouth. So
0: it sounds like this. And if you just want to continue to breathe that way
1: for a little while, I'm just going to talk you through it a little bit. So what we're really doing here is we are attuning to our body's own natural rhythm. So instead of trying to manipulate the breath or force the breath in any way, we're really just allowing the breath to breathe us. So just dropping into your body's own natural rhythm and letting the breath move through you as you're connecting the inhale to the exhale. And you can just take a few more breaths.
0: Yeah. And then when you do it for a
1: longer time, you just really want to allow yourself to really drop into it. And I'm sure you can probably tell, like I could see you, you kind of got into a rhythm there. So that was great. And that's what you want to do. And in most of the breathwork sessions that I have, well, all of them, I actually make them as audio files. So I don't actually do any in-person breathwork anymore, because what I kind of, just started to create was these channeled breathwork sessions so i create these audio files where i use this really amazing music and i tap into spirit and i just channel what you're supposed to hear in that particular session. So I have different ones for different topics. um, and then I also make personalized ones for people. So, um, you can get a sample of what that would be like if you, um, go to my website and I, you can have it sent right to your inbox and give it a try, but they're pretty profound. People usually have really wild experiences with them.
0: So I definitely recommend trying that out for sure. I'm definitely going to try that out. I want to do um, a privately channeled one with you. Yes. Um, So powerful. Even just doing that for a little bit, I'm like, gosh, just for five minutes, if we could sit and breathe each day, what that would offer us. It's wild, right? Oh, yes. And we act like we don't have five minutes. (laughs) We all have five (laughs) minutes to do that. It's so true. It's so true. I've done different types of breath work. I've done breath of one, I've done fire breathing, I've done in and out the mouth, in the nose, out the mouth. Um, And I've had amazing experiences with all of them. But I I haven't done the kind that you just did, but I was already having an experience. So if somebody goes to your website, does the 25 minute one, or just so happens to continue that process that we were just doing, to go to bed tonight. um, Is there anything that they need to be aware of? Yes. That's a great question. So yes,
1: you can experience um, tingling in the body. That's really common is to have this feeling like almost like your hands or feet are asleep. And that's totally normal. So I wouldn't worry about that at all. All that means is that there is more energy moving through the body, more oxygen in the body. And it actually is good because it means energy is moving. Um, You definitely could feel emotions coming up. Some people cry, some people laugh. Um, And then, you know, you might have an experience of like, If you have old injuries, which I know some people who are athletes have old injuries, sometimes those will kind of resurface and the energy will move around that. And then sometimes people just have these really like profound experiences where they see visions or they feel super connected to God or spirit. And then the other thing I also want to say is sometimes you have a really uneventful breathe, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that nothing is happening. I think it's important to, Understand that there's sometimes shifts occurring that we don't even understand or comprehend. So don't have any expectation going into it because every time you lay down to breathe, it's a different experience and there's never a right or wrong. So even if you lay down with the intention of breathing and you just like fall asleep, that was exactly what was supposed to happen. So don't judge yourself
0: or think that you did it wrong ever. Beautiful. Beautiful. And all my experience has been different and true to everything you've just said. So I just want to make sure people are prepared. They're like, why are my hands tingling? Something's wrong. No, yeah. Wrong. Um, so now that you're tapped into this, to this group and, and what we're here to do and really who we are and our energy, um, is there any words of wisdom that you would share with us before we head out here? So I
1: guess what I would say is to really follow what you're being drawn to. And I think that's really, really important. I think sometimes we can overthink um, what our next step is or what we're supposed to do. And sometimes our intuition just speaks to us in the way of being drawn to someone or something and allow yourself to go to where you feel drawn. And also the other thing that is so important on this path of awakening is getting support. So getting support from people that you feel safe around, that you feel drawn to, that can help guide you on this journey is the most important thing to have support from people that understand what you're going through and can reflect your vision and your growth back to you. So that's what I would say.
0: Thank you so much. Um, Is there anything that you would have shared with your younger self, knowing what you know now? (laughs) Um, I think
1: for me, I would say to believe in myself more. Um, I think what really shifted for me, especially around awakening to my abilities was learning to trust myself and trust my abilities. So I think I would say to my younger self to really just trust myself and believe in myself because I do have these abilities and there is something real happening here and to just trust that.
0: I love that. I love that. What does it mean to you to
1: live activated? It it means to live a life that is in full alignment with who who I really am and what I want. So not saying yes to anything that's not in full alignment for me and really only doing what completely lights me up.
0: Hmm. So well said. This has been such a (laughs) <laughs> fun conversation so soul-filling so yes. activating, so much permission here so thank you elise for your time um knowing this audience where do you feel like you could serve them best i definitely think people are going to want to hit you up for private um breath work recordings that they can do over and over like for them that sounds so cool and i know you have courses do you want to kind of share where you feel like uh, you could serve them best
1: Yes, probably I'm thinking in my course, The Metamorphosis, it's really just an all-encompassing transformational journey where I give you all of the tools you need to really propel your growth and step into this deeper level of purpose. So, And it's mostly centered around breath work and energy work and support from me and support from community. So I would invite anyone who is really looking for supportive community and rapid transformation to
0: talk to me about that because that's really where the magic is (laughs) beautiful and then can we follow you on social media i know you have a website as well Yes,
1: definitely. So you can follow me on Instagram at Elise underscore breathes. Um, I also have a Facebook group called breathe to succeed where I do weekly energy forecasts and that's really fun. I love doing that. And then I have my website as well, which is EliseBreathes.com.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Elise, for your time. And I know that this will serve a lot of people. So I really, really appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this episode and DM us. We'd love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at laurayholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.